All right. Welcome to another edition of 11 Mile Sessions Live. I am your host, whether you like it or not, Scott Bodright. Got a lot of great videos as usual, and coming up at 7 o'clock, we have a live performance by the artist known as Yeti. You might uh, be asking yourself, what is a Yeti? Well, you're going to find out at 7 o'clock. It's going to be great, not only uh, audio, but visual. It's uh, definitely something different, I guarantee you. Anyway, let's get started. Um, there's going to be a great show tomorrow night, starting at 9 o'clock at the Old Miami. That's over on Cass in the Cass Corridor. And uh, there's going to be three bands playing there. Angel of Mars, who have actually done a live set for us here, and we've played some of their videos. They're opening up. But I'm going to do some videos from the other two bands, Electric Huldra and Hero Jr. So let's get it started. This is actually, I guess you could say, the headliner, although that doesn't really exist much anymore. But anyway, uh, Hero Jr. with a track called Windowpane Live.
Bishop, and that was from the Freak of Araby release. <laughs> and I'm going to try to pronounce this. Hopefully I get it close to right. Takazam, Takazam for Omar was the name of that track. He's going to be playing at the Entropy Studios place. That's in Redford. And I don't know if you're familiar with it. They do uh, more experimental shows there. It's actually on Six Mile, again, in Redford. And it's like a block west of Beach Daily. And that would be on the north side. It's kind of hard to find. you got to really look for it. You go to the back behind it, there's a parking lot for that and a couple other places, including a Chinese restaurant. So that gives you an idea of what you're looking for. Hopefully you can find it or call them. I'm sure you can find them on Facebook. Anyway, before that, Electric Cauldron and Hero Jr., both playing the old Miami tomorrow night, doors at 8. And that uh, other show, that's Saturday at 7 with R Sir Richard Bishop. One-ton trolley, and the Buffalo Nichols are going to be opening up for Jennifer Westwood and the Handsome Devils. They're going to be playing a place on the east side called Shores in Food and Spirits. And right now, let's get started with uh, one of the bands that's going to open up for Jennifer, One-Ton Trolley, one of my favorites. And this is a track of theirs called My Town. So, yeah, this is about coming back here and rediscovering my town. Just the match as far as I can remember. 
y'all. That's my town.
Jennifer Westwood and the Handsome Devils there with a track called Bad Luck Charm. She's going to be headlining a show that's happening at Shores Inn Food and Spirits along with One Ton Trolley. And that's going to be Saturday, doors at 7. All right. Um, before that, we saw Palm Ghost and Vasem. Vasem being that one right before it. Uh, Gallows was that track, and Palm Ghost with Bloodlight. They're both going to be playing the Bolero Lanes and Lounge, where you can actually bowl and check out uh, live music in the same place. It's always a free show, so you have no excuse. It's right here in Royal Oak on Coolidge Highway. Check that out. All right, we're going to do um, three more here, okay. leading up to uh, close to seven. Carla Vara is going to be playing with New Relatives and Career Funeral at the Lager House Friday at 8. And this is a track, see if I can pronounce this right, Mirla Dini.
All right. Life of Agony there with My Way Out. Before that, Sick of It All. And they're going to be playing Smalls and Hamtramck on Sunday. It's an early show. Uh, doors are at 6. I think that's what they're doing now in the uh, metro Detroit area. A lot of the shows that are on Sundays are starting earlier now because we know a lot of people have to get up early for work Monday and they don't want to be out too late. <laughs> oh, not like the old days. Anyway, I always liked um, Life of Agony and especially Sick of It All. You hear that really heavy, deep bass in that. That's really killer. So that should be a good show. Started off with Carl Lavara with uh, Mira Ladimi, and they're going to be playing at Lager House tomorrow night, doors at 8. So stick around. Coming up at 7 o'clock, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, we have Yeti performing for us. So this is not something, only something that um, is cool as far as uh, audio, but visually as well. It's going to be a, a treat. You're going to see all kinds of different things going on, so don't miss it. And, again, that happens at the top of the hour at 7. Execution Day is playing along with the anchor, and along came Spider. Uh, Spider at the Sanctuary on Friday, Doors at 6. And the Insiders, Detroit Skies, playing with Middle Out and Johnny Respect. And that's also at the Sanctuary. And that's going to be Sunday, and again, an early one, Doors at 5.30. So, let's do these last two leading up to 7 o'clock. I'll meet you in the other studio with Yeti. And let's start out with the band Execution Day. And this is a track called Hollow. I put these words under the pages But they never made sense, made sense to me Never showed me who I should be
All right. <laughs> All right. 11 Mile Sessions live. It's that time. It's 7 o'clock. You know what that means? Live performance. And in the studio tonight, we have. Yeah, you. Whoa. Yeti. I'm here. <laughs> Somehow you managed to sneak into the studio. <laughs> they let me in. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least the authorities didn't see you come in. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Royal Oak could be pretty strict about things. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming down. Thanks for having me. All right. Why don't we get started? What would you like to uh, begin with? Well, I'll begin with, begin with a couple of tracks. It's kind of like the running title of my new album that I'm gonna butcher right now. You're not promised tomorrow, but it'll be all right. Which is like the lyrics from the two tracks I'm about to play, I guess. Okay. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, Yeti. Okay.
Everything is going to be okay. All right. So, why don't you tell us um, the origin of Yeti? How did Yeti come about? Well, it came about when, I, I don't know, I just, I was recording. It, it was like a home studio project at first. It was called Yeti in the Woods. And I did a lot of freeware recording with Audacity in my bedroom on my shitty computer. And I would just release it on Bandcamp, and I, I did like about ten albums over the years as I did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's really the demo phase, and then after COVID hit, I kind of just, I, and even before then, I was looping to a drummer with a Chaos pad instead of right now. I got the 505 uh, mm -hmm. Boss Loop Station. It's pretty popular with a lot of loopers. Okay. It's a good crazy tool, but I was using this other looper and kind of doing the same thing. And I don't, I just kept with it, I guess. And I just, uh, but after COVID, I just, I wanted to take a more serious foot forward. And I actually was going to start it like this instrumental project, kind of like, I was really into like Toe or what's uh, Explosions in the Sky, mm -hmm. Sean. I don't know, there's a bunch of instrumental bands I was really into. And then I kind of was like, well, I could throw vocals on this and get weird with it. And I don't know, I just been adding things to it. Like, the first album was not, I don't think, the same as the second, really. But mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. I just feel like this is more me, too. Like, this is just me, mm -hmm. which it is. It's just my my loops and guitar work, and then I'm drumming to it as a one-man band in a futuristic way, kind of. Okay. Any uh, plans in the future, you think, to add other members, maybe? Guest um, stars, at I've, least? I've messed around with, like, jamming with people, and it's cool because I can, like, hook them into my looper. Mm -hmm. And we can pretty much like build a song on the looper and have something to jam to while he can like solo over it or mm -hmm. whatever he's playing or she's playing. And it's, there's possibilities there. And I think I, I might eventually, uh, in my first album release, I did have guest friends come up and I drop like the one friend learned the bass line for one of my songs. Mm -hmm. And I just dropped the loop on that and just played the top ones and he just followed along. Mm -hmm. So I mean, this, I, I don't know, I'm just really blown away with the capabilities of this. But I, I might in the future. I know right now it's easier to just get around and get out of state as a solo artist instead of trying to get five guys out of state. Yeah. yeah. Which you know, which is why like the White Stripes is a two piece, and I, I've noticed, and a lot of other mm -hmm. bands do the duo thing. Oh yeah, it's a lot of things. It's not just um, booking, but it's you know uh, economical. It's cheaper. It's easier. One hotel room. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to like multiple ones and that kind of thing. Or trying to, you know, all sleep in the van at the same time. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, certainly, like, for your local shows, though, you can you, you can almost uh, say that you could do, like, an open mic jam that would be, like, no other open mic jam. Yeah. You know? <laughs> People could bring, like, whatever they feel like, you know, not just musically, but maybe visually, if you yeah. can get the word out. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of cool. Hmm. Okay. So you you were releasing stuff on uh, Bandcamp. How do you like that Bandcamp? Um, uh, it's all right. I I feel I don't. I think they went under new ownership recently, mm -hmm. or whatever. But I know like in previous years it really was like. I just feel like it's one of those things like MySpace or Facebook. A lot of the younger generations don't really use or are aware of. But it was something that was put out there to be more for the artist to directly put their music out. I know. Yeah. So like. I, I feel like it's an all right platform because I don't 
have I don't pay for a website. I'm trying to do it mm-hmm. as cheap as poor as I can. Well, yeah, starving artist in a way. Well, but I don't I don't have a problem with Bandcamp so much. It's pretty. It's I feel like it's gotten better over the years with the features they add to it. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing you can't argue though. I mean, at least you know when you do manage to sell something once in a blue moon, most of it goes in your pocket. Yes, not someone else's. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You may not get, you know, I mean, I, I love people say, I got 100,000, you know, listens on this site. It's like, yeah, and how much did you make? And, okay, that won't pay for a combo meal at McDonald's, you no. know, it's a big deal. No. <laughs> so, at least in that respect, you know, you you got control over it. You don't have to have a website, do you? No. You can sell anything that you got going on, merchandise. I've even tried to sell uh, my art shirts I've been doing recently mm-hmm. on my I've merch side of, of that. Yeah. Mm, that's cool. And I just run it through Sticker Mule. So, like, I was like, well, I don't have to. Like, that was the other problem. Like, I don't want to end up buying a bunch of shirts. Mm-hmm. So now I can, like, with the way Sticker Mule is set up, you can buy just a single shirt, not too bad of a price. And then I can have it just shipped to them. Yeah. So it's made to order. Yeah. It's, you know. Yes. You know, that's a lot of big corporations do it that way. But the car companies have been doing that for a long time, but they really are now. I mean, when you buy a brand-new vehicle, you're basically ordering it first, and then they ship it out to you instead of, like, putting, you know, 500 cars on the lot and waiting for people to come and yeah. buy them. I mean, it's a, it's a lot different than music, of course, but it's the same idea. Yeah. You know, you're not wasting money and time making something that... Just going to sit around. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right. Well, we should continue, I think. All right. Uh, sure. Sure. I guess I'll play a, a couple more. Hey, hey, Megan, can you give me some confetti and some bubbles? All right. So Megan is your assistant then? Or yes. Or in your hype person? She's my stage, uh, stage assistant, I guess, like as if I'm a magician. Uh-huh. Okay. My lovely assistant, Megan. There you go. Got to <laughs> give her, give credit where credit's due, right? She's my, uh, she's the unofficial manager, too. Oh, okay. She manages all the tour trips we go on, booking the hotel rooms. Yeah. Usually the navigation part of it, too. Like, we're getting here, she navigated me. Ah, oh, so if we relied on you, that wouldn't work, then. So, technically, Yeti isn't a one-man band. There's two people. We are a <laughs> duo. Okay. We're kind of like the White Stripes, I guess. Which brings me to the this next bit I'm going to do, I guess. I'm calling you out, Jack White. <laughs> I'm calling you out. Where are those flyers at, bro? Jack White! You're a wanted man! Me and you, Jack. Here you go. Me and you, bud. One on one! Any field, any day, me and you, Jack. Me and you, Jack. No mad white, just me and you. No need for a third man, Jackie boy. Seven Nation Army at the door. Me and you, Jack. One on 
another cover do another cover here a little mashup maybe you can maybe you can tell me what, what two songs I threw together or maybe you can't maybe you can't but maybe you can
is driving me crazy it's one of those songs i know i've heard many times but i can't think of the name of it mad world mad world uh, uh, rem okay yeah and then i threw it with uh wu tang's cream ah that's okay. where i get creme okay <laughs> i'm not as familiar with the wu tang clown song. i just i recently got into them because of the uh the series they had on hulu like, I'm not big into hip-hop, uh-huh. but as I get older, you know, I've been getting into other genres of music, and I'm like, those, they, that, Wu-Tang is for the kids. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. I don't know, I just, it's some good stuff. Yeah, they've been around a long time. I think I saw them once. It might have been one of the earlier Lollapaloozas, possibly, oh. yeah. Yeah, I went to the, the real Lollapaloozas back in the day, not the one they have now in Chicago <laughs> and some of the other few cities. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing against that music, but it's it's just not Lollapalooza. It's like having Dolly Parton in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know? Dolly's wonderful. She's fantastic, but she doesn't, well, you know, that's what I'm getting at is like the acts that they book for the, that festival nowadays, you. you know? You got to figure it was Perry Farrell and Jane's Addiction. That was a originally created to be the final tour for Jane. Okay. And that's how he brought it about, and it it proved to be so huge that he decided that to bring it back again. The capitalism <laughs> took yeah, it over. Basically. So, like, the first four years, yeah, I highly recommend if you could have been there, awesome. But after about 96, 97, it just... Now it's like you, you don't even recognize it if you're, you go back as far as I do. Oh, I got you, yeah. <laughs> and again, it's... It's a lot of pop music that you can hear every day on the radio and stuff that it, it, it all blends into one. I can't tell one band from another. Although usually when you say that, oh, he's an old guy, you know, when they say things like that. But No, I really mean it. You know, a lot of the older stuff, like even what we're talking about, like you could tell the difference between Jane and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, Nirvana. You know, there was no confusing those bands at all, ever, right? Yeah. But the bands they have now, it's just like, oh, my God, you play all five of them in a row, and it's like... Yeah, I feel like a lot of bands do that thing where they're like, well, what's the genre that we're doing right now, like the popular one? Mm-hmm. Well, let's ride that, so now everyone's a copycat of that. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that, uh, I watched that YouTube with Alice Cooper on it, the, uh, I don't know, they, the Native Hollow won it, but there was a battle of the bands, and mm-hmm. like, they really, the Native Hollow really stood out, because like, every other band was just a copy of something I've already seen, mm-hmm. and even Alice Cooper and a lot of the other judge panels said that, too, and I was just like... I mean, they yeah, they got so, you know, 
Yeah. But I mean, what that that's I don't know. Yeah, it sells. Yeah, it's all about the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> well, you know, one of these days I'll be uh, saying I knew Yeti back in the day, you know, and you're gonna be rich <laughs> in your mansion and. I don't you know, know about that. I'll just be getting by. <laughs> Buy my CD so I can pay my water bill, kid. <laughs> That's okay. You're doing what you love, and you're you're true to yourself. Yes. All right. Okay. What do we have now? I don't know. We're just ab living it now. It's all freestyle now. That's okay. I got. <laughs> I'll play a couple. Uh, I'll play the the new music video I got out. The God saves his his silliest battles for his funniest clowns. <laughs> and then I'll jump into another new track from Would that the be Trump. What? Would that be Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have just named it Trump, I guess. <laughs> Same there. <laughs> the lyrics go, kill me. And then the chorus is, I want to die. So I guess that would work. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Take it away. Give me some bubbles. Give me some bubbles. Fill up that frogging boy. That is the wrong track. That is not the right track. We're going to start it over again. This is the right track. Kill me, kill me. 
to uh, get a hold of your music. How do they do that? Um, Where are the places to go? I'm on Spotify. I'm on uh, iTunes Music, YouTube, Deezer, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm on it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen I'm it. I'm assuming it's like some kind of, yeah, Spotify thing or something. Mm. And Bandcamp, of course. Yeah, right? Bandcamp, of course, which is directly to me, and I got some art t-shirts on there you could buy. On, uh, it's Yeti. Y-E-D-D-I-E, like Eddie with a Y in front of it, because my name's Eddie, but I'm a Yeti. If I don't know how that makes sense with the clown suit, but it does. <laughs> you had to I just be like there, to have right? fun. <laughs> All right, so you said you don't have a website, so you have a Facebook, right? I have a link tree. Linktree. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you can it shoots you out to all of the above. Yeah, I've even we've been using it to post my link, uh, my Facebook event, so like I can put my shows on it too. Oh, awesome. And then yeah. Speaking of, why don't we do that? I know you probably you got to have something going on this weekend. It seems like yeah, almost tomorrow every weekend. actually. Yeah, tomorrow I'm playing for two hours at the Flying Taco slash Two Rivers. It's these two uh, food trucks down at the lot behind Moe's Deli in downtown Port Huron. 
It's over by the river area down there. It's a nice area. It'll be outside. Mm -hmm. um, it's part of the South Side Block Party, so there'll be a big block party going on over there on that street there. It's it's the same block as the Raven there. People oh. are really familiar with the Raven Cafe. Yeah, a it's a pretty big are. deal in town. Hmm. Okay. Block party. That sounds nice. They do, they do that every weekend then, or? Oh uh, no, they the, do the block party. This is like I think last year was the first year they had it, but this is the second year. Okay. Uh, it's just a I don't know, just a big to do downtown, maybe to break up the cover bands that are going downtown at McMorrin. <laughs> Shudder. Oh, <laughs> they do a rock, uh, rock shop and stroll every Friday on downtown Port Huron, but it's usually a bunch of cover bands up and down. Even though like we have local bands in town. Mm -hmm. that record and they have gone on tour and you know we have other bands that come through town on tour you know like the there's a house venue there that has we've had a japanese band come through a couple different times because mm. they've liked it so much and we've gave them so much from them you know coming, so much coming out to shows yeah. but i i don't know i just don't understand i don't know i don't understand the cover band thing i just don't i don't know but yeah we're doing a block party tomorrow and i'll be playing it and it'll be fun because mm -hmm. I'll have a projector there, so it'll be a big to-do. And I'll have my big bubble machine, so it'll be like a force field of bubbles. Mm -hmm. It'll just be a wall of bubbles and movie projector. So you'll be able to float from uh, down, yes. down the block. Yes, I'll be floating down the block along with flying taco rides around the lot. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm, if you've never flown a taco, you should fly a taco. It's <laughs> quite a treat. <laughs> now we're getting psychedelic. All right. So that uh, when does it start? Um, the block party. Oh man, I don't yeah, I want to say it's like three to yeah. It's they have. I know they have some trapeze people down there from D three Circus was on the uh, flyer. Mm -hmm. There's some DJs playing down there throughout the day, but yeah, three to eleven. Okay. And I'll be playing from nine to eleven at the the back end of the lot, which is mm -hmm. on the back end, I guess, of the street party. Whatever. They're blocking that road off there between uh, City Flats and uh, mm -hmm. Moe's Deli is closed, but it's still there. I want to say it's 4th and Water. Yeah, 4th fourth, fourth and Water Street. 4th and Water. Port Huron, Michigan. Yeah. The boyhood home of Thomas Edison. Yeah. I actually stayed at the Edison a few years Ooh. ago. So wasn't wasn't too bad. But it's a beautiful area. Yes. I mean, people say a lot of things about Port Huron, but... I mean, there's parts of it that get dingy, mm -hmm. you know, but there are... But all cities have that. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we got the rich hoity-toities, too. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, the river walk's really nice, and having the water, that's, it's just crazy. It's beautiful, yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty about Michigan. I it's all, I feel like, because I've been to the UP, and I've never realized it until, like, I came back, and then, like, hanging in town, and I'm just like, you know, this reminds me a lot of, like, Mackinac, or up north mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. And, like, then coming to Detroit, like, I don't know, it's, it is. It's like, it's like going to the UP without going to the UP in a way. Yeah, if you know where to go, you don't have to tr travel six, seven hours one way. There's a lot of great places around your port here on, or even if you just shoot across to the west side. Like, yes. Like where Grand Haven and Holland is and yes. areas like that. It's just gorgeous. And we have that. Most states can't say that. No. <laughs> we take it for granted. We really do. I mean, give me what we have here over, like, Florida and California and those places any day. Oh, man. And then the bugs that go with it and all that. Yeah. No. And the cost, you know? That, yeah, too. Damn. I mean, that shack that you, you and I are living in, you know, would cost, like, $2 million in those places. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> anyway. All right, so that's tomorrow night, and uh, anything else coming up in the next week or two? Or uh, what's 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 up? What's up? 
believe in the beat. I am playing Humboldt, Humboldt Forest in Detroit uh, with Believe in the Beat. It's a bunch of DJs, but I'm opening it up on Saturday. Is it, no, Friday I'm opening it up. Mm-hmm. I want to say I play th- three to five. Okay. Yeah, Friday the 18th of August. Okay. In Humboldt Forest. On Forest or? Humboldt Forest, it's called. It's a park. Oh, okay. Where's that located? Do you know? Ooh, Ballpark, approximately? Like, I want to say it was like towards the inner city, but it looked like a big park, and there's a bunch of graffiti walls. It's like an art park. Hmm. I've never it look. I've never been to it, and I've never heard of it before. But it looks really cool. I'll have to Google that because I'm not familiar with that name. And I know a lot about the city. I'm, I don't know every square mile, but oh, I know I'm on it. Humboldt, right? Yeah, Humboldt. Forest. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Hmm. Okay. All right. Eh, let's do some more music. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm asking for it, ain't I? Got a monkey's got a grind. Grind, monkey. All right, we're going to kick this off. We'll do a couple of... Let's get the started. Don't, don't need don't, it. Don't. 
All right. This number one, this next one is another new boy. Another new, 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 new. Not on anything, not recorded yet, except for here today. Live for your enjoyment. I'm still looking for the number. Scrolling through the numbers here. Here we go. Scrolling through them. Man, I'm feeling tired. Oh, I'm feeling tired. Man, I'm feeling tired. So this was the world premiere of it, then. Yeah, yeah pretty much, <laughs> if you haven't seen it live, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, you've seen it live now, so yes. There you go. World premiere! All right, you may have been wondering what I was doing there while you were playing, but I looked it up, actually. It's um, we're kind of where Warren uh, Avenue and I-96 Jeffries meet around 18th Street. Okay. So I don't believe it's in Woodbridge, but if you're familiar with that, it's near it. Okay. Does that make sense? 
Yes, I just Google it or MapQuest it. Yeah, well, I mean, for people that, you know, hang I'm out in Detroit. I'm not so familiar with Detroit. I know where Lafayette's at. It's in the middle of Detroit. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's more downtown, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of little um, areas like Corktown. Yeah. Of course, you already know about that. And then Woodbridge would be kind of like a little north. Or like Hamtramck's another little. A little yeah, Hamtramck, but that's much farther yeah. um, north. But no, it's it's a hop, skip, and a jump from Corktown, really. It's like, I'd say... It's, it looked close, it's yeah. North, northwest of it. Well, do you know if... It, was it like some kind of bunch of buildings there or something? Because like from the photos I've seen, it looks like it was like maybe a neighborhood or like was it like a factory there? But there's, it looks like they... I don't know if they built the walls to purposely paint, but I assume they're just from buildings that mm-hmm. had been there and they just graffiti them, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, I've got a word. It's west of the Wayne State campus. Okay. And um, it used to be part of it or something like that. But, um, yeah, I, it probably had buildings at one time that were used for whatever. And it's kind of like a facility where people can enjoy things. It says it's kid-friendly and everything. So. It looks cool, yeah. Uh, I have to admit, I'm really surprised. I mean, I, I haven't been everywhere in Detroit, but yeah, I usually at least have heard of it or know something about it. But that one's a new one on me. Cool. But uh sounds like a great place, though. It'll be exciting. Outdoor gigs are always fun. Oh, yeah, definitely this time of year. <laughs> it's going fast, isn't it? Summertime. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's going to be, yes. It's, yes. It's, feel, yep. I already feel the wind changing. I taste it in the air coming off the lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably even cooler in uh, the port here. On it, yeah, we get, yeah, especially with the lake there. That's what I kind of like. Like, if we're too hot, we can walk towards the river, and it'll get mm-hmm. cooler because the lake is right there. But it's really bad because we had that, I don't well, tornado actually touched down, like, a couple, maybe it was a couple weeks, yeah, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. But it tore all the trees up, like, in our big park area that's by the bridge. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's literally nothing there to bat you from the winds off the lake, though. Like, that's, especially in the winter, it gets real. gets really bad. Yeah, huge trees fell over there. Mm. Right roots and every yeah that's one of the great things about living in the inner city you know tornadoes don't make it there there's no place for it to get through yeah but when you got that all that open area that's yeah <laughs> all right well we got uh another quarter to go so to speak fit in a few more uh jams all right all right a few more jams What, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> He's trying to get a consensus here, you know? <laughs> All right. Oh, man, Get him guys. back in line, Megan. They're, they're getting out of control. I know. <laughs> These are all your friends here. Yes. I don't have friends, so I buy my friends and put them in boxes and bring them with me. Oh. <laughs> What's up, Terry? It's a little Terry. <laughs> we adopted him. He is our love child. I think I've seen him before. The side of the road somewhere. <laughs> I want to get a bigger one. It'd be cool to get like a three-foot one or something. That'd be Or even bigger. I don't, like I don't know about... I, I mean, in here it'd work, but I feel like, in, like I just want it big enough. I, don't, I saw Space Skull has one. They got like a skeleton one they were using mm-hmm. on the stage. That was like, oh, man, they beat me to it. Yeah. But there's a little too big for me. I feel like it'd be too much. Just something little. Just, yes. Something mm-hmm. Megan can dance with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Whatever. 
Oh, in genocide. Okay, I got it. I got you. Okay, I'm sorted out. Okay, I'm sorted. I'm coming after you, Jack White. <laughs> well, FYI, you, just, you're gonna have to aim low with him. That, that'll work the best. Cause that boy, that's a tall boy there, man. I'll just take him out at the ankles. That's what I mean. He's he, he's like six five, six six, or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a there was a picture of him with uh, Jimmy Page one time, and Jimmy Page is a tall boy. Oh. And Jack was like even taller than he was. Oh wow! Billy, I never realized. Billy Corgan, same thing. Billy's like six foot seven. Okay. I remember I saw the pumpkins way back in the early nineties. He happened to walk by me. This is when he still had the hair. <laughs> and I swear to God, I came up to his waist. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's a giant. Yeah, him and Jack, man. Yeah, yeah. The I only time I've seen that. Jack, he, he he went to a place called the C-Pop Gallery. There was an experimental show, believe it or not. And he walked in the front door, and he had to duck to get inside. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, that's Jack White. <laughs> you never realize how short they are either when you just see him on TV and, like, up on the stage. I don't know. Yeah. That but goes I, I never in the other realized direction. that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he could easily play Lurch if they ever did another Adams Family. Maybe I don't want to verse you, Jack White. <laughs> you have the reach on me in basketball, for sure. <laughs> oh, you could duck between his legs, though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Stay low. All right. All right. We'll do, we'll do another one here. This is a... I call it whatever. You know, you want to go out to dinner, and you and the missus just don't know where to go, so you're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, just like, whatever. Another one from my latest album, latest, latest, and greatest, the latest, greatest Yeti hits, Yeti's greatest hits.
Hard to end <laughs> All right. So, what was that one called? Genocide. Oh. Good. And then Boy Scouts. I don't. I don't like telling people because I'm white, and I feel like it's like sacrilegious in a way. But I was like given an Indian name through like. You give like a tobacco tie, and then we did like mm-hmm. the ceremony, and you walk around the fire in a certain way, and you got to get smudged before coming in and all that. But we did like the actual ceremony mm-hmm. with uh, uh, his name was Sitting Bull from Kalamazoo. He was part of like it was like a miscellaneous tribe of just people that wanted to learn it seemed like indigenous things, and he would mm-hmm. they would all get together and do that. But yeah, we actually went over there and like we ate stew off a of fire that cooked all weekend like a, a normal tribe and. In an Indian village would do it. They just have a pot going, you know. Oh. And we learned different crafts and sewed some buckskin together and stuff. And yeah. I think I remember that back when I was young. I, I didn't make it quite to the Boy Scouts. Yeah, this was like, I was usually you don't get that involved with Boy Scouts. Like, Boy Scouts will do a real white version of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, we got, like, the authentic because we knew somebody who knew somebody. And yeah. I was like, oh. Well, back then when I was young, you could do that and nobody, you know, would get upset about it. That's true. You know, I felt like outed in school if I'd wear like, oh, you're a Boy Scout, mm-hmm. get picked on by kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that that was it with me. I lived in the inner city, and eventually it wasn't cool anymore, and I had to turn into a juvenile delinquent instead. So <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, my dad pushed me, and I became I got Eagle Scout and three palms. I think I just maybe made it to Weeblow, and then Weeblows. and then that was done. So. <laughs> 
I, I heard it was co-ed now, and now it's just like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts together, but I don't know. Which, I don't know. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know in Canada they're co-ed, because mm-hmm. we go and stay with, uh, we do a Can-Am in the fall and go stay with, over in a Canadian campground with a bunch of Canadian troops. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's different. Well, you know, I, I understand the whole thing about, you know, making it like co-ed and all that, but when you're talking about, like, adolescents slash teenagers, when the hormones are just starting yeah. to go nuts. Yeah, there was have a boys and girls th- in that close proximity. I mean, even when I was a Cub Scout and all that, you know, we would, like, try to sneak over to where the yep. Girl Scouts were, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, they it, the, the scout camp I used to go to in Jetto, Silver Trails, that is no more, because yeah. I think it was sold for the gravel pit that it was had half of it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, they would rent it out to uh, some uh, high school bands for the summer for band camps. Yeah. And at, at the end of it, you would find condoms and all kinds of just, like, degenerate things around these cabins from these kids. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, they had a pretty good time out here. <laughs> I wish we did this in Boy Scouts like this. I want to come back next year. <laughs> yeah, when's band camp? I want to do band camp. <laughs> all right. Well, it looks like we're winding down. I'm bummed out. So, once again, Yeti and his lovely assistant, Megan. I want to make a comment. Uh, I do have artwork displayed at the Exquisite Corpse in downtown Port Huron Mm -hmm. for the whole month of August. You should go check it out. Really big pieces, really cool pieces. I want to do more murals. I've done a couple in Port Huron. Mm -hmm. Um, I do logo work. So, if you want sticker designs or a logo for your band Mm -hmm. or your business or some flyers, Hit me up on Facebook or Instagram, or yeah. you got my phone number, call me. Okay. Is there a way to look at the art online, the one at Exquisite Corpse? The Exquisite, you just have to follow me online, okay. uh, Yeti Woods on Facebook, or 86 Yeti on Instagram. Okay. All right, will do. So, one more time. One more time. Thanks so much for coming down. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Scott and Alan. All right, Yeti. This one's called Lazy Day. It's off. It's off the first album. The first greatest hit. I call this my closing. 